so stupid. Is this, is this how you fly a helicopter? Yeah, that looks right. It's so majestic. It's very majestic. <laughs> I just realized it's just a still shot of Joey on the couch. <laughs> What's up, Dan? Hello. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You're watching and or listening to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast podcast uh where two stupid friends get together and just talk about whatever they want because they're friends and mm -hmm. it's easy to have a podcast that of course is the main theme to jurassic park uh tonight we will be going over people's submitted lists top five movie scores or soundtracks of all time mm -hmm. if this is your first time listening to us you should subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts uh, just whatever podcast app you have search. This might sound stupid. If you don't have a podcast app, then you can't do that, but you're probably not listening to this. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Uh, tune in live every Thursday at eight, arguably the most fun way to enjoy the podcast. Uh, you get to participate in chat. And if we, if you're, if we're doing a list episode, you get to hear your list read live. Yeah, and people get to argue about whether or not your list is valid because that's what we do here. Mm -hmm. And then there's other stuff. If you want to email us a list, you can email us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com or you can always tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. Dan, how are you? Good. Me too. Not bad. What are you drinking, Dan? <sighs> let's, get right in, let's get right into this. You can't text me the list. No. Sponsors? Oh, sponsors. Thanks, Dan. We're brought to you, as always, first and foremost, by Joey the Good Boy. He was playing with his buddy Watson all day. He is out cold. I don't need, let's see if he'll respond to this. Joey, do you want to go for a walk? Done. Mm -hmm. Not even an ear twitch. Still breathing, though, so that's good. Yeah, he's been playing hard all day. Joey Squirrel? Wow. Not even for Squirrel? He's exhausted. Yeah, he is wiped. We are also brought to you by Mike Long, a uh, very talented designer who designed all of our graphics. And he's mm -hmm. from Minnesota. I don't think he does freelance work, though. You have to – he's got to like you to, to do your graphics. Now, Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, this is called uh, Spirit Fowl. That's a cool can. Uh, it's from Fair State and Modern Times. Huh. I like the can. Whoa, that was a great crack. Did that come through on the stream? That was so loud. How is it? <laughs> Usually Discord, it, that seemed like it would have popped too high. Did that come through on the stream, yo? I got to get my Igloo cooler. It's Playmate Cooler by Igloo. <laughs> they still haven't sponsored us. I don't know why, but whatever. I'm a fan of the Everyman Cooler. I'm going. I'm just going an old standby today, Dan. Saga. 
Uh, Pilsner Urkel. Pilsner Urkel. Uh, yep, they all say it was a good crack. Good job, Daniel. It's part of my it's part of my heritage. Crack my cooler. I would never crack this thing. Yes, the Czech Pilsner, part of Dan's heritage. Oh god. Mm-hmm. It's good as good as a bottle cap can be. Yeah. It's kind of a classic sound. And then Dan. Hastings jokes, I guess. Dan. Yes? Oh, good God. In a month. Mm-hmm. Thursday, April 1st. April Fools? April Fools? Thursday, April 1st, will be Whiskey Cast. Mm-hmm. Bro. Vaccine Cast 2021. Brobes, my friend. Brobes. I miss you. I miss you too. Good for you. Oh, for those you. are so good. Those are so yeah, so good. I got to take April 2nd off. Yep, I am taking April 2nd off. I'm going to put in for it tomorrow. I also might take tomorrow off. Dan and I uh, both got to schedule our vaccine appointments today, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, what? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Just it, it, was, it was. It was. Yeah, it was nice to get the, the email. It's nice to see the progress. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to get into it because I want to get we have we have quite a few people have emailed us or lists, but I I was asking Amber I was like I want to see like an actual report from somebody on how much of the rollout happening after Trump left was because of stuff Trump and his administration did before they left and how much of it was because of stuff that Biden did after he came in because <laughs> it seemed yeah, to, it, it seemed to really intriguing. pick up steam after he was out but I want to know. Is that because of stuff Biden did or because of stuff Trump did? And I would it would be great if there was an impartial source that could give that information. But yeah, Dan and I, it's been uh it's gotta have been over a year, right? That we've been doing the cast like this. Cause no. when when we first went into yes. quarantine, we just kinda didn't do them for a while. Because nobody knew what the fuck was going on and I didn't know how to make this work. Right? Yeah. So there was, I mean, there was seriously like a two-month period where we didn't do anything. I feel like it was that long, if not longer. Yeah, because like you, like you and your family were already sick. Right. So I, I just didn't want to go to your house. Exactly. <laughs> and then after that, it was like nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was just overwhelming all the time. And it was like the last thing I wanted to do was try to figure out how to make all the audio work with the mixer and make, you know what I mean? Like... It was just not something I wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. My first day, WFH was March 13th. What does WFH mean? Wells Fargo home? World fucking health? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, work from home. Good Lord, I'm stupid. There it is. My first day work from home was March 13th. Okay. So it's it's been about a year since Dan and I have been able to do the podcast... Oh yeah, like I think Rolo had face just left uh, Wisconsin Dells, like very, like maybe. Oh like, yeah, maybe, brainstorm. Yeah, would have just happened. It's always the end of February, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And in a month's time, we will be able to do uh, podcast face to face again, and that might be when next month's lists get read 
Or no, it would be the week before that because it's April 1st. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. It's going to be whiskey cast where we're going to drink whiskey and then take the next day off. We're going to talk about nothing but highlight. And Dan might sleep here. I'm not going to plan on it. I like my bed too much. <laughs> I, I also don't want to get that hammered. <laughs> I'm still going to take the day after off. All right. Should we get into it? Yes. Should we get into the lists? Might as well. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Man, I'm so happy with the number of responses we got. You go first. Okay. B minus. Loved our tweet. You already you already ranked your, your list. Here's B minus. You already already. Uh, this so I did. I had a lot of fun with this list. Uh, the other one, top five albums released before 1990, made my brain melt. <laughs> this list I had a lot of fun with because there weren't enough contenders for me. Like it wasn't right a, right away. I was like, well, I know absolute. And this one I also ranked, so I have it from best like number one to number five okay because i knew like i absolutely know on a scale of one to ten i know what my 10 is Mm -hmm. and there's nothing else that in my mind is a 10 oh derek i don't even know what that means oh derek she's 10 that's uh from like a from tommy boy that's his stepmom (laughs) she's she's old school yeah she was a movie called 10 okay i did not know that um but yeah so then what I did is I ever I just sat and I thought of like all the movies that popped into my head of like mm-hmm. what are movies that have soundtracks that I love, and then I also a whole thing came up, uh, where we were all kind of arguing and talking about like because in my opinion it has to be something that I actively sit down and listen to or would sit down and listen to, and that's fine. Uh, and other people didn't didn't interpret it that way, which is fine. I don't really mm-hmm. care either way. It's a, it's just for fun. But my, mine was like, why well, if it's not something I'll sit down and listen to, then I'm not going to count it on my list. Now, mm-hmm. one thing I did realize, I listen to a lot of movie soundtracks because they're when I or I haven't recently, but I have for a long time because when I write, movie soundtracks are great to listen to because they very rarely have words, which are distracting when you're writing. And they're very dramatic. So, like, they're just, they're perfect background music for writing. Mm -hmm. But when I was sitting and listening to them, like, at work, they're really boring. Like, a lot of them, (laughs) a lot of them that I listened to were just not, I was like, well, these are like a four out of 10. They're, they're perfect for writing, but they're not good movie soundtracks. There's a lot of lulls. Yeah, or just a lot of like, like, which when you're writing and not paying attention to it at all is great. But uh, so I am, I'm basically going to read two lists uh, because it's my podcast and I can, um, but I just have some other things that I thought would be fun to mention, but I'll read my list list first. So should I, I'm going to let chat weigh in. Should I go five, five to one or one to five? What do you think, Dan? Finish, finish with your best. Finish with the best. That's kind of yeah. what I feel. Okay. I'll just go with you. I think that's what everybody's going to say. Yeah. Every, okay. Yeah. Five to one. All right. So number five coming in with a total score of eight out of 10. Okay. Is the Home Alone soundtrack. Okay. It's awesome. It's like there. I mean, they have some 
they have like this beautiful kids choir on that soundtrack. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. It's mm-hmm. not one that you listen to year round, obviously. Uh, it's a lot like December by George Winston. I don't listen to that. I mean, that made it onto my top five albums released before 1990 list. I don't listen to it all year round, but I definitely listen to it heavy from like the end of October through, you know, kind of the beginning of January. Okay. Home Alone is, is and it kind of surprised me. I knew I knew it was, Rolo, that sentence hurts my head. Listening to ABR tomorrow now. Uh, Schwartz says, great pick. Somewhere in my memory is my favorite Christmas song, says uh, Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> the whole band. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that one surprised me. I did not expect it to make it that high on my list. Uh, but when I, okay. when I went back and looked at my numbering, my numbering was pretty obvious besides the next two. The next two were tied, and so I just, I just made a decision and put one above the other. But like everything, okay. everything else arranged itself I just I sorted the spreadsheet by number and I was like, huh? It just let's go, let's go to the numbers. It just it just organized itself that way. Uh, <laughs> Javin says, Rob, let's be honest. It was pretty good odds you were going to anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. August Burns Red Home Alone song makes my whole body vibrate with joy. Happy says, okay. So the next two were tied. Okay. And I just put one above the other. Uh, because I can't have six. You haven't really missed anything. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, Home Alone was my number five because I did rank mine thirty six ninjas. So Home Alone was number five for me on on my list of one to five. So my next one coming in with a score of eight point five out of ten was Ooh, okay. was Braveheart. Ah, good one. It's so good, you guys. Mm-hmm. If you haven't just put like just next time you're making dinner or something, put the Braveheart soundtrack on. It is stellar. It's, it's quality. It's so good. It's, I mean, it's dramatic and and emotive. It's just a really, really good soundtrack. Um, and it's also that's one that's great for when you're writing. Uh, you got which soundtrack did you get, Liam? You said I got the soundtrack for Christmas when I was a kid, but I don't know which one you're referring to. Okay, the Braveheart. next the next one, Braveheart. Nice. It's really good. The next one was my Dark Horse. I didn't I was like, I'm going to listen to this one, but I didn't ex- I didn't cuz I this is not one that I have actively sat and listened to, but I mm-hmm. have been since and I will going forward. The other 8.5 was Akira. Oh, the okay. soundtrack is it's bonkers to to quote the uh, secret screening guy. The Akira, the Akira soundtrack was genuinely, surprisingly very good. Okay. Uh, I really liked it. I also think it would be really great to listen to when writing, but it, my worry was that it would it would conjure up too much of Akira in my mind while I was writing. You would just end up writing Akira? Yeah. Tetsuo! Uh, <laughs> but go listen. Just go listen to the Akira soundtrack. Um, it's It, it, was, it surprised Not me. Now. No, not now. Listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, says Akira score was almost on my list. Ooh, yeah, it's. I was surprised by how good it was, and I have since listened to it many times uh, at work. Uh, that puts me to number two, which came okay. in with a nine. This one didn't surprise me at all. 
uh, that it made the top five. I didn't know it would be this high. But number two on my list with a nine is Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, it's it, I mean, it's why it's number two on my list. It's one of the best soundtracks ever. It's or not soundtracks. It's one of the best scores ever. It's yeah. it's damn near perfect. It is perfect for that kind of movie. I mean, it's it's great. It's also great to listen to while you're writing. I've listened to that a ton while writing. I could see that being a great for that. Just the, the the sense of wonder in the in the the soundtrack. Well, it just it goes through so many ranges. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's Enya, and Enya also made it onto my top five uh, before 1990 list. Mm-hmm. Uh, watercolor, water spot, or whatever it is. Um, 36 Ninja says, I have second guessed two of mine a number of time. I shouldn't have picked them the more I think about it. Well, you, you sent your list in. You can't change it now. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Uh, Javin said, just watch that again after the 4K release. It's indeed a good one. I think he's talking about Akira there. Uh, Rolo says, almost made my list as well. Lord of the Rings, that is. It's really good. And then number one, with a bullet, coming in at 10. The only 10 out of 10 on my list, because that was my gold standard... And I knew, I knew it was my favorite, by far, is the Little Mermaid soundtrack. <laughs> I fucking love the Little Mermaid soundtrack. My sisters and I would listen to it all the time growing up. I play it at home with my kids all the time. I'll wander around my house like cooking or just doing stuff, and I'll just be singing Little Mermaid soundtrack even if I haven't listened to it recently. I love the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Okay. It is easily the best Disney soundtrack out of any of the Disney movies to me. And it's I, just based on the number of listens that I've put into it alone. The Little Mermaid soundtrack is, it has to be 10 for me. Okay. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I, so, okay. I think a part of Little Mermaid is because I listened to it so much and watched it so much with my sisters and would just sing... The song, I'm not going to sing it now, but like we would just sing those songs and ju- I just, I love the Little Mermaid soundtrack. So now I'm going to, I'm going to go into my whole list because I made some notes. So here's one where I was like, there's a very, so this is my other thing. <laughs> We've got no troubles. Life is the bubbles. Sing a little. <laughs> there you go, Wade. We even asked Sebastian. Um, <laughs> that's how you have to sing that one. Um, so the, the other, the other list that I really wanted to make was like most iconic movie themes, which is, it's a list that we could maybe do at a later point, but I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of what this list is in some regard is it's kind of like iconic movie themes or iconic movie scores, uh, is the other way that people interpret it. And so I was just like, I don't know if there's a need to then do top five iconic movie themes because i think they would just bleed together too much do you know what i mean but i did i so i had some the other thing that i did like i was saying is just like what are iconic movies with music that i know and Mm -hmm. one that i thought of that is the only one on my list i realized after i sorted it was sicario (laughs) because i think i think of the the music that's playing when they're on that bridge Mm-hmm. You know, like that whole scene when they drive down to Tijuana or wherever, and then they drive back and they're on the bridge. Like that whole, the music is so crucial to that part of the movie. That, But that soundtrack is terrible. 
Mm-hmm. It's just it's all like the same kind of like goo 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 goo. Like it's yeah. just the same sounds over and over again. Uh, other ones that I had on here uh, for super iconic Jurassic Park that we came in with Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Future. Um, one that surprised me was Scott Pilgrim. I thought that one would be way better, but it was just kind of like as a standalone soundtrack. It just was not. It doesn't measure up to the way the music is in the movie is so good. But as a standalone mm-hmm. soundtrack, it didn't do that great. Um, I don't need to read those because I think some of those are other people's. Uh, I also put Pocahontas because I loved. I I played uh, this piano several different times because I, when I was little, I would do piano c- recitals uh, when I took piano, and I played several different versions of it because I could make I got progressively better at it, so I played harder and harder versions of it. Colors of the Wind, I wrote I wrote on the spreadsheet. Colors of the Wind is a banger, <laughs> like it's a very very good song still, but the rest of the Pocahontas soundtrack was kind of fine. Um, and then Beauty and the Beast came in at a 6.5 and I said, it's got some bangers on it, uh, but too much dialogue and stuff in the actual soundtrack. Um, and then the other one that surprised me that I didn't expect was true romance. I really, I really liked the true romance soundtrack and I'd never listened to it. It, it didn't make my list. I'm going to say that right now. Um, but there is a, uh, I don't know what's called the score. Fuck, I, I can't. I keep forgetting what the, the actual name of it is. But there's a true romance. Like, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's theme. Is one of uh, I love it a lot. Okay. Um, Schwa says uh, you're so cool. I don't know why that's in quotes. I cannot remember what the name of that song is, but it it's, it's like a, just like a wall of beef and Schwad are both answering you. You're so cool. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a yeah. it's one of my favorite songs in a movie ever. I just I I had never I knew I liked the music in that movie, but I had never listened to the soundtrack. And that one uh, that one kind of surprised me. It came in at seven, and then my another one that came in at a seven for me, but is absolutely the most iconic uh, soundtrack. Not like theme, but soundtrack for me mm-hmm. that I own and listen to a ton. And introduced me to bands like The Prodigy is the Hacker soundtrack. The ha- I loved the Hacker soundtrack. I had that thing and listened to it nonstop. It came in at a seven for me, but I wrote a note that said it's the most iconic out of any of them uh, for me. So that's my list. So it goes uh, number five, Home Alone. Number four, Braveheart. Number three, Akira. Number two, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. And number one is Little Mermaid. Uh, let's see. Schwartz said, I can't even think of what Scott Pilgrim's music is. Kibby says, not necessarily. An iconic track to a movie doesn't mean the entire soundtrack is good. Yeah. I mean, the opening track to any Star Wars movie is so iconic, you could be blindfolded and know it, but does anyone really know the rest of the soundtracks? Kibby, you, w- this has been an ongoing argument that you're like kicking a hornet's nest. <laughs> um, because that was, that was something I addressed several weeks ago was like well i don't know i'd never sit down and listen to the star wars theme but like i know the star wars theme it's very thematic mm-hmm. all right dan what's your list did you rank your list uh i think n- number one is probably number 
I, I probably do have a number one. Okay. The, the others are just um, okay. So they, read. They, they, they could be a little changed. Read your number one last. Um, I'll go with uh my one that's not all score. Okay. And has some actual uh, other songs in it. So um, the soundtrack. Okay. I listened to this a lot. Like I bought it after I saw the movie, and it just kind of sat in my car. So I just played it a lot. Mortal Kombat. Um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, Kill Bill Volume One. Yep, that was one. That was one on my list that I was like, "This is a really good soundtrack." I, I listen. I listen to that one. Just it, it's basically sat in my CD player. And I just kind of like listened to it for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's a very good soundtrack. Um, what did I hold on? What did I give it on mine? Yeah, I got a seven on mine. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, after that, I remember being thrown by the movie and the the sound in this in this film. Um, and then the person who made the music, I remember hearing his name like at some point. Um, so I'm like, oh, like this is someone I know that should be very good at music, and I like the movie. So I bought um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, really? Um, and the entire like the entire soundtrack is done by Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, um, I was just so I listened so to it's a just, bunch it's of just amazing cello music for yeah. uh, for the entire thing. I, I was li- I literally spent hours listening to Yo-Yo Ma today. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, I listened to that uh, a bunch after um, after that movie came out. I remember going to the Best Buy and picking that one up. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Uh, hey, Wade or somebody, is there anybody who can just quick write down a list so we don't have to go and scrub the lists from the podcast like we did last time? Cool. Is there anybody who can do that so that we, uh, Amber says, cool, I like the cello. Didn't she used to play the cello? Yeah, she did. Uh, cause we're basically last time we made a YouTube music playlist, a Spotify playlist and a Apple music playlist. So if anybody out there wouldn't mind. Uh, just writing these down so we can add them all. That'd be cool. Because last, last time we had to scrub the podcast for them. Um, in honor of uh, what might have been my favorite band of all time, uh, breaking up earlier this week, um, Tron Legacy is just just a great just a great soundtrack. I, start uh, to finish. I've never listened to it. Just uh, just some some good Daft Punk music the whole way through. Amber says, I, I was first chair in junior high. <laughs> I, I, um, my probably most classical score that's on here. And I like it a lot. It's got one of my favorite songs of all time on it. Um, the good, the bad and the ugly by uh, Morricone. I like that. Yep. I've, I've listened to that whole thing. A, that, a bunch. that one was on my list. Got a 6.5. Okay. Um, it is. I mean, six point five. Like the excess, like the ecstasy of gold. I don't. I, I just love that song. Like, there's certain. Yeah, he's. It's he's, really he's good. Just fucking crushing out of the park on that one. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite soundtrack of all time, which I probably listen to the most. Um, and I've listened to more than some music I've like some of my some CDs I've ever listened to, like just non soundtrack stuff. Uh, most recent one on here is the Social Network. Okay, it is. Uh, it won. It won. It won the Academy Award for best uh, 
for best soundtrack for our our good friend Trent Reznor. I'm not gonna say what um, I gave that as a rating, but it's I don't know. Like I I love that soundtrack so much. Like it's that's interesting. That's your number one. Yeah, I, I, I've I've listened to I I put it at number one because I have listened to it more than any other soundtrack bar none. Wow. Do you ever listen to any Nine Inch Nails at all? Not, 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 a, not a whole bunch. No, like I've listened to some songs, but I've never like just put on a Nine Inch Nails record. I'm not gonna say like Pretty Hate Machine is the same as as uh, that soundtrack, but mm-hmm. some of Nine Inch Nails later stuff gets a lot closer to the Social Network soundtrack. You might like a lot okay. of the later stuff. Okay. Dan blasting March of Pigs. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that that's that's my list. Uh, one I didn't put on here because it doesn't necessarily hold up, but I, I I definitely did listen to it quite a bit when it came out. Um, it's a it's a soundtrack instead of a score. Uh, it was for Garden State. I remember I remember like Garden State. It had just a good a bunch of good music from the time. I listen. Um, doesn't necessarily hold up, but yeah, I, I remember it was it was a good collection of uh, a decent collection of just music. I listened to, uh, oh, whoops, I changed the thing again. Uh, I listened to Garden State a lot. I also listened to a High Fidelity soundtrack a lot. Mm. And I listened to, uh, is, is the movie called Capitol Records? What's the movie with Rex Manning Day? Uh Empire Records, is that what yes, it is? It's Empire. It's Empire. I listen to that soundtrack a lot. I didn't necessarily like that movie a whole bunch, mm-hmm. but I, I listen to Empire Records soundtrack a bunch. Okay, so um, here's where I, the social network I'm just gonna put uh-huh. them on the spreadsheet. Okay. What else? Uh Tron Legacy. Okay. Uh Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Hold and on. Kill Bill Volume One. Alright, what were you gonna say? Um and kind of a, an offshoot. Um of people I have to give shout outs to. Yeah. Um, Zimmer, like Hans Zimmer. Like, there, I, I couldn't pick one of the soundtracks as a whole did to. I, yeah, did I pick any Zimmer? I don't think I did. Um, to be one of mine. But, like, I could play the Interstellar main theme and, like, picture myself, like, having an emotional reaction to that movie. Like, right. It's the same thing with like like the like the Inception um, main theme. Like you can picture like right. him like coming home. Like it, it, he's he's a he's a master of craft. There's a reason that he's made so many of these stupid things. There's there's no artist on this list that I listen to more of than Hans Zimmer when writing. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I had if I had a top five to listen to while writing, it would be, be that. it would be all him and then one band named Nonkeen. And then, and then the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, John Williams, just because, like, he just does, like, his, like, I, I put on, uh, like, Indiana Jones today, yep. and it's, he's just, he's just playing the movie. Right. Like, it's, it's like, like he, he just, he, he, he just scores, like, like, perfectly to follow along with uh, the movie itself. I forgot one other of my honorable mentions uh, that came in, two of them, actually. So it went 7.5, 7.5, and then Home Alone was 8. Akira eight point five, Braveheart eight point five. So the the only other two things that got seven point five was uh, Jaws and Schindler's Lists. Schindler's List. Oh, the, 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 the Williams. Yeah, and they're both very good soundtracks. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yes. It, like, <laughs> Javin says he's got an iconic score cheat code enabled. He really and it's, it's always funny, like, because, like, like, as people pick them or as we've been watching movies, like, like me, like, especially in, like, quarantine movie night, like, getting, like, Hans Zimmer did that soundtrack. And, like, it's, it's something cool. Like, just, like, the fucking, like, rock and guitar one. Or what just, was, like, was that Drop Zone? Where we yeah, were, the movie we Drop Zone like, was just, like, just Hans crushing Zimmer our guitars. Yeah, we were all blown away that Hans Zimmer did the Drop Zone soundtrack. Yeah, just fucking rocking out. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty. What's the most recent? What are you John saying? Williams? Are you saying recent as in like I think recently so, released or recent that we listened to or what that that we watched for movie night? Iconic. Duel of the Fates. I don't know what that is. The Star Wars. Oh, I haven't seen it. I don't Not sure. Care about Star Wars. That, that, that's me. That's a great list. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to. Let's see. The ones that I listened to on your list were Kill Bill, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and A Social Network. I've never listened to Tron Legacy, and I've never listened to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go listen to those two. Uh, so now I'm just going to go through, uh, in order that we receive them in our emails, uh, and then I'll do my mom and my stepdad are the only two that are allowed to text them to me. All Santana, all from the nineties. Okay. So the first one, uh, that got to us the quickest is from our sponsor, Mike Lung. Hmm. Well done, Mike. Um, there's, it doesn't seem to be any rating. So I'm just going to read them from top to bottom. Uh, number one, from Mike Long, The Social Network. So just like you. Number two, from Mike Long, Tron Legacy. You're fucking kidding. This, nope. What's happening? You and Mike got to hang out more. What's happening? Did uh, we become best friends? <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Um... Okay, and then uh, I don't I don't know what this movie is to be honest. I know this band. Number okay. three is Oblivion. Uh huh. By M eighty three. What that's is Oblivion? A, that's, a Tom, that's a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, it is. Yep. I know that Mike loves M eighty three. Mike said, "Yep." Uh, he's actually the one who introduced me to M eighty three. Uh, which Great I band. don't. Yeah, I don't listen to a ton of, but I do. I do listen to occasionally. Um, next on the list is Blade Runner 2049, which is Hans Zimmer. Okay. Haven't listened to it. Yeah. We're not the movie. It doesn't matter if it's a terrible movie. Yeah. It's got a good soundtrack. Uh, I haven't listened to it, but I, I will, because if I can add more, I just have a writing list that I'll just put on random. Uh, I also have certain soundtracks I go to when I'm trying to write, like when I'm trying to get in a certain headspace, which is also like when I listen to non-keen the most. Um, and then the last one on Mike's list is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is mm. just various artists. So that's the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that. That is a movie I actually keep meaning to see. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when it, whenever we go back to in-person movie night and we're done with Best of the Decade and we go back into like people getting to pick, mm-hmm. that might be one that I pick because I've wanted to see it for a while. But I don't think it's one I'll sit down and watch on my own. Schwartz, it's, uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's you know it's yeah I think I think I think you'd enjoy it. 
Um, it's. Uh, I think I'd enjoy it in a group. I think by myself yeah. I'd get bored. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd. I don't think you'd want to watch by yourself. Um, like it's it's a movie that you definitely enjoy watching with um, Nemo when he's a couple years older. Dude, I can't for sure. to start watching some of those. That's a good list, Mike. You got two. Yeah. You got two in line with Dan. Yes. Schwartz said soundtrack or score or both. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that question is in regards to. Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse is a. It seems like it's a soundtrack because it just says various artists. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's what he went with. It is um, usually just so good. You guys might get to see Amber's hand in a minute. Ooh, I figured I, I would get ooh. a Tron Legacy. Um, I figured I, I would get a Tron Legacy from someone. Okay. Um, but I didn't think I was going to get a social network. I bet there's so somebody I, I, else. So I, that makes me happy. I bet there's somebody else. Is it disorienting? Amber still got her headphones in. What are you going to fall over? You're giving her vertigo? I don't know. She looks like she's going to pass out. Don't hit your head. Go upstairs. Oh, I did not know that will be. Thank you. I, I, I see. I, I, I just always assumed that, like, I, I just bought it and liked it myself. I, I didn't. I didn't think other people were enjoying it as much as me. I'm not gonna. Was, I guess it won the Oscar, so it has to. Be, it has to be extremely popular. I'm not but, gonna say it now, but I. I bet I can bet one other. Or I bet there's one other person on this list with it. I bet I know who they are. But I'm not gonna say. I want to keep it a surprise. All right. Okay. Next list is from. Ooh, this one's got explanations. That's fun. Uh, it's from Javin. Ooh, and it okay. says, in no particular order, so I'm just going to read them from, from one. There better be at least one Italian horror movie on this list. I'd be pissed. We'll see. Hopefully it's not the one that put Matt to sleep. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first one on the list is The Crow, Various Artists. Oh. It says, for my money, the definitive 90s soundtrack, heavy, heavy hitters from the era, Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, Rage, Pantera, mm-hmm. but also has great songs for those bands that didn't quite crack into mainstream. It's also got probably the last great Cure song. I have never listened to that. That's going to be fun to listen to. And I just I also realized I already archived that email. What were Mike's? What, what into the Spider Verse? Uh, Tron, 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 Tron Legacy. Yeah, but we already have that. Oblivion. See, this is why I don't want to do this. I'm, I don't want to dig through these emails, Wade, to answer your question. Mike had one other one. Into the Spider-Verse, Oblivion. Whatever. He can say it. Uh, oh, it was uh, uh, 2049, Blade Runner. Oh, yes. Okay. So, The Crow. I like these explanations, and that's fun. Oops, I just did a capital T. Oh, God. Okay. Hey, 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 number two from Mike Braveheart. Ah, oh, nice. by James Horner. Uh, mm-hmm. This is nominated for Academy Award. A score so dang good, James Horner basically copy pasted it to win the best score <laughs> Academy Award for Titanic two years later. I didn't know Amazing. that. Amazing. Amazing. I've never spent time listening to a Titanic soundtrack, but Braveheart is really, really good. Uh,. The next one, sorry if I don't pronounce any of this right, is Profundo Rosso, Deep Red, score by Goblin. I was going to say this. That's Italian horror. Okay. 
It says, you got a goblin. I, I want a goblin so bad. I toiled for the entire month as to which goblin soundtrack yeah. to include on my list. Suspiria, Tenembre, Phenomena, and the Italian cut of Dawn of the Dead are all contenders. This is the one I kept coming back to, though. Jazzy, proggy, weird as heck sometimes. I dare any human to listen to Mad Puppet, laughs opening intro, and not at a minimum start, not at a minimum start toe tapping. It's good, yeah. <laughs> Baldi, no Baldi says Goblin was a lock. Yeah, there was no way you can pick Goblin. It, that makes me so happy. Goblin's great. I love that's that's some of the best parts when we end up watching Italian horror, uh, like either in for uh, um, at the Alamo or for movie night is when you get a a banging Goblin soundtrack. Hey, hey, number four. This is this is why it's fun to read the. I don't read these when you guys send them in. I and I don't read them until the podcast. Number four, Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Rings. Good call. Easily one of the most listenable scores that exists, in my opinion. Tossing around huge iconic blockbuster. Jesus, blockbuster scores around in my head. This is the one I keep coming back to. The Shire mm-hmm. and the main theme, the Lord of the Rings come back to, always brings a smile to my face. It, it, it might be. It's probably his best listenable score. Like just you can just you can just throw it on. Like yeah. I, I would I would agree wholeheartedly with that. Howard Shore. It's very. I think it's like Braveheart, where you can just play it. Yep. Uh, there's. A, I'm not going to name this, but there's another list that we're going to do eventually that has a that has a soundtrack or an album that i will just play in the winter time i don't know what to have next should i have my uh, i have another pilsner or i have just a an old classic summit epa, EPA. i don't know EPA. should i have the epa okay yeah the pilsner or Kel, it's like such a good flavor but when you start to have like several of them right in a row they can get a little overwhelming all right last on Mr. Mike's list is Halloween 1978 scored by John Carpenter. It's probably the best uh, John Carpenter in my opinion. Uh, and Mike says a score that I will admit as a whole isn't the most rewarding listen, but the Halloween theme is just amazingly good. And maybe my favorite individual track on my entire list. Wow. That's pretty high praise. I like it. I like that one. I can't say it's one I, I would listen to. I would sit down and listen to, but it's definitely like a soundtrack that you can probably play uh, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's a great. And I, and I like to think that he's coming up with that music like as he's like writing. Yeah, like, he's picturing like he's picturing the whole mood. That's a pretty good crack. Doesn't compare with Dan's from earlier, but still. You tried your best. Ah, oh, EPA is. It's just a good beer. I want more. What was that crazy, hoppy, delicious something? Something dub. Oh my god, it was so We're good. Dead. I only had four of them, they, and I was like coveting them. They were so good. It's a good list. I like that quite a bit. 100%. I'm excited to listen to The Crow and Profondo Rosso. All right, next up. Did you type them down? Hmm? Yeah, I, I typed them down as we were going. Okay. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, next up comes in from 36 Ninjas. 36 Ninjas, you here? Is this another beheading moment? Let's let's make sure he's here. I don't want to read his list if he's not here. I'm going to take a sip of beer. 
Well, look, he was here earlier. I know, but yeah. I, if he stepped away to have a cigarette, I don't want him to miss his own list. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll cut to Joey's feet for a minute. Nick, dog Nick, if you're here, let us know. Oh, yeah, that was the right call. It's one of the things I can't wait for, Dan. When we can just go have a happy hour mm-hmm. and I can I can sit down at a bar and be like, I want to be cool and get a cool guy beer like Dan and Mike do. And they know cool. And then I'm like, $4 for a Summit EPA? I'll get that. And then I just have three of those. I can't wait for that. Okay, Nick's here. He also wrote stuff. Awesome. Ooh. Um... Okay, it says, I'm just going to read this, Nick. I'm saving the name of the movie until the end to see if you can guess before the reveal. I tried making this list without looking at the internet, so there are probably a number of soundtracks slash scores that I would change around if I divided into a bunch of them. This list is also in no particular order. Uh, I'm reading it so I can see them, so I'm not going to make a guess, but if you guys want to throw your guesses in chat, or Dan, if you want to guess before I read the title... You can. My first one on the list is a score that does its job of elevating the emotions of the movie, but at the same time being something you would not pull up and listen to on its own or even notice throughout the movie. It enlists a sense of tension and dread with an almost supersonic pressure that seems to stay with you even out. Nick should write reviews that seems to stay with you even after the movie is over. It is able to do this by slowly notching up throughout the movie but never reaching a climax and just slowly simmering until the movie ends as you leave the theater you will continually look over your shoulder now yes this is because of the plot of the movie but it is also because the score never lets up and you do not get the release of pressure at the end it follows dan nailed it it's it follows okay well done i was gonna say like it also sounds like like dunkirk has a, a musical thing that makes it sound like it's always elevating too, but yeah, you got it perfectly, Nick. I th- good writing. Uh, I really liked the two guesses: Weekend at Bernie's and Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Good. I, I, that was good. Move that on, was good I, I like that. Like Nick said, he was going to do it from the outset, and I'm perfectly okay with it. Like these aren't something that he necessarily would listen to on their own, right? But he's taking them as the whole. That's. I mean, just have fun with them. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we have like not solid rules. The only solid rule I could think of is when we were making the list of top five before 1990. Like, you can't just have all the Beatles. It's like one per yeah. band. I get to guess first because I'm here, guys. I can hear them earlier. Okay, Jevin says my stream is behind. That was going to be my guess. Uh... <laughs> well, Beef says. To be fair, the description works for Weekend at Bernie's as well. Uh, okay, well, Dan's just going to guess before you guys. and Yeah. To my right. Yeah. It's his podcast. Uh, okay, my second one is a soundtrack that is nearly a complete opposite to the one from It Follows. They both build an incredible amount of tension and pressure throughout their movies, but where It Follows leaves the tension high without any sort of release my second pick has one of the best releases ever created it is the soundtrack itself that drives the plot forward and is front and center throughout it is incredibly enjoyable to listen to on its own and probably introduced a lot of people to a new genre of music 
This is a really good, this is a really good pick. Let's give the genre of music. Let's give everybody time. So one thing I'll point out, I'll give everybody a little hint. Magic Mike. Supposed to be an amazing movie. <laughs> is it Trollocs? Uh, I'm not gonna tell you yet. I'm gonna give people a chance a chance to. I was just so surprised you got it follows that I blurted it out right away. Um, when it says and probably introduced a lot of people to a new genre of music. Keep in mind, it's not saying that it created a new genre of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick, I'm surprised. I've never listened to the soundtrack, so now I actually have to go listen to it. I'm very surprised. I've never listened to the soundtrack. Also, the more beer I have, the harder these descriptions are getting to read out loud. <laughs> Ooh, Cowboy Bebop. That would be a good one because the Cowboy Bebop movie is a great soundtrack. That's a, oh. re- that's a really good guess, Wall of Beef. That's, like, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's in the milieu of this. Is that, that, that would be like number one for like TV soundtracks for sure. Drink more. Um, dang, I really don't know what this could be so it builds to a release and then it but it actually like gives you something um uh it is the soundtrack itself that drives the plot forward and is front and center throughout it's not boogie nights right i'm not telling you yet is that your guess yeah uh so like it follows it built they both build an incredible amount of tension (gasps) and pressure throughout their movies uh, but where it follows leaves the tension high without any sort of release. My second pick has one of the best releases ever created. <laughs> oh, brother, <we're> up there. <laughs> Rolo nailed it. It's whip- it is whiplash. It's whiplash. I don't know how I've never listened to this soundtrack. Oh, I love jazz so much. It's you. Yeah, how have you not listened to the whiplash? Soundtrack? I don't know. <laughs> when it when I saw it, because I'm not because I'm reading down the paragraph and then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, how have I not, like how have I not done this one? It's especially like it's yeah. That's a movie. That's a soundtrack that benefits from watching the movie because you get the you get the catharsis of the visual. You know, I've still, I've still only watched that once. Hmm? I've still only watched that movie once. It's one. Of, it's one of my favorite movies of the decade. I think it's probably yeah. the only movie at movie night that ever made me stand up at the end of it. I, I yeah, was, well, we were all, I was just slowly sweating into myself. I was sweating through my shirt, and when it ended, I stood up, and I was like, that was a great movie. And then I felt like a big idiot because I was like, I'm standing up in this room full of my friends. But that it's such a good movie. Oh. I, 36 Inches says, I get lazy in writing the next two, but bring it back for the last one. I, I just sometimes put on the end of that movie. Like I'll just literally put on the final performance that's of that what, movie. That's like, what Liam just said. Oh, shit, yeah. Like I'll just, yeah. I'll just throw it on and be like, and just fucking get it going, man. Full trom. People, people who don't. I'm not saying this judgmentally because I know I can come across that way, and I really don't mean it. But if you don't spend time just listening to 88.5 FM and you live in Minnesota, or for listeners who don't live in Minnesota, just go out, just search 88.5 FM, 88.5 Jazz FM, Minnesota. It'll come up. Listen to their live stream, jazz. I think because jazz is in the background of so many movies, it just kind of gets washed away and like, but it's such an amazing musical scene. It's so cool. Uh, The best thing to listen to is Friday or uh, Saturday late afternoon into evening. I think it's four to seven. They have, they have a jazz program on 88.5 FM. Uh, and yeah, best part of 88.5 is the kid DJs in the morning. 
but from from Saturday, from like four to seven, I can't think of the host's name. Uh, but there's two people who host it, and they just they put on great jazz songs that you've heard before, but performed by different people. It's 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 a really kind of good intro to like jazz that you know, <clears throat> like kind of big band jazz that isn't. It's not like uh, the bad plus, or it doesn't get weirdly experimental or anything. So it's like jazz that is uh, a, a, not appeasing. It's it's jazz for normies. It's like a good intro to jazz. It's just it's really good because it's it'll be like a classic Louis Armstrong song that you've heard, uh, but performed by like a big band or something like that, and it's it's a fun way to get into it. All right, next one. My third one is a simple score and far from a masterpiece. But it can be heard in multiple other shows and movies as either a parody or homage. There are a number of people who probably are not aware or have not seen the movie but have heard the iconic sounds of the score. It starts slow and methodical while slowly building in beat and intensity until it strikes. I think that I don't think that's lazy, Nick. I think that's a great description. So something in that's homage a lot that not people have seen. Wallabee says jazz for dingbats and doorknobs. See, I don't know. I don't try to come off douchey and condescending. A Clockwork Orange is a decent guess. A Clockwork Truman Orange. Truman Show? <clears throat> a Clockwork Orange was on my list, Kibby. 2001. Uh, but A Clockwork Orange, was, it actually just turned out to be a lot of classical pieces. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, this doesn't count. It's just, it's a lot of classical pieces. It's like Chopin and stuff. Just, I don't know. I didn't count it. Uh, <laughs> well, it says we found a theme in Nick's scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Schwartz guess is two thousand one. What was your guess, Dan? That's a Truman Show. I don't. I don't like the guess, but once it, well, I'm going to read it one more time while other people make their guesses, and then I'm just gonna, when I get to the end of it, I'm just going to say it because I think it is. He said it was lazy, but I think it's a really good description. My third one is a simple score and far from a masterpiece. I don't know if I agree with that, but but it can be heard in multiple other shows and movies as either a parody or homage. There are a number of people who probably are not aware or have not seen the movie but have heard the iconic sounds of the score. It starts slow and methodical while slowly building in beat and intensity until it strikes. Is it just Inception? My third pick is Jaws. Oh. <laughs> I think it's a great description of Jaws. I think I think it is a masterpiece. At least the main theme of Jaws, like that's why mm-hmm. it's so iconic. Jaws Williams is crushing it. Jaws was also on my list. Uh, what did I give Jaws? Oh, I said Jaws because Jaws was a seven point five. Jaws and Schindler's List were seven point five. It's really good. Uh yeah, Kubrick sp- specifically used existing orchestras, is what Walbeef just says. Oh shoot, I need to write these into our list. It follows Whiplash Jaws. Uh, it follows oh. Whiplash, Whiplash. Jaws. Everybody's looking at Joey again. I don't know why that. Ha- I'm not even in that window. How am I switching it? All right, oh. next one. My fourth pick is almost as iconic as Jaws. Whereas Jaws built fear of giant sharks through its theme, the fourth builds not just fear, but wonder and awe towards other giants. Wonder comes. It's just Jurassic Park. Stop it. Stop talking. Wonder comes when the characters and us are first introduced to the giants, 
and inevitably progresses to fear of them when they show their power in the progress to awe once the characters are out of sight to the giants. It's Jurassic Park. Oh, I did it. <laughs> that's, that's too good of a description. Sharknado! Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Javin. It's, Jaws has a ton of very memorable themes aside from a famous shark attack theme. That's why I gave it a 7.5. It's a very good... Uh, mm-hmm. Very good... Words. <clears throat> like, like, Williams has to have be having a very bad day to not just scrounge out of... Scrounge. Uh, a decent score. Uh, he says, Honorable mention the entire Lord of the Rings franchise is perfectly matched with the movie helping convey both the subtle and not so subtle feelings of the characters. It is in my mind the quintessential fantasy score. Agreed. That's it's, true. It's perfect. I can remember listening to Enya as a kid and thinking like Enya is perfect music for Lord of the Rings. And then like Enya's in the Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings soundtrack. It just like they go hand in hand somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's happening in chat? <laughs> Nick, giants are a different mythical creature from dinosaurs. Oh, I think Nick's a Christian <laughs> scientist. He doesn't believe that dinosaurs. Kimmy, dinosaurs are mythical creatures? All right, next one. Last one. Bye. I'm, I'm going to see if anybody can guess this. This is. A, I haven't read the description, but I've seen the movie at the end of his list. So far, I have touched on the feelings of fear, pressure, wonder, and le- relief. My fifth pick has a more nebulous feeling to define. Whimsy. Although it is dark in its undertones, there is an almost childlike glee in it. The music plays so well of the visuals of imagination and dreaming. When I first thought about it, I wouldn't have defined the movie as musical, but every song is sung by our cast of characters. Somewhat, some sweet, some sour, but altogether whimsical. It's a great. That's a really great description, Nick. I'm just gonna sit here in silence. I don't. What? So like once you know what it is, it's a very good description. The characters are singing. Yes. And whimsy. This is a fun way to do this. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, that's does not any, right. Does anybody else have a guess? Gibby says The Devil and Miss Jones. Javin says Wizard of Oz. All right, well, if anybody else types one in, I'll know what they said. Uh, or I'll know they said it before I said this because I know there's a delay. But uh, Dan, you nailed it! Yes. <laughs> you got two out of five. We did it. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I think that's a great description of it, Nick. Well done. Come with me, and you'll be in a world. Uh, I don't think I spelled chocolate right. Chocolat, right? Chocolat, yes. Okay. Uh, so Nick's again was it follows. Whiplash, Jaws, Jurassic Park, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Nice. Good list. I like the write-up. Yeah. All right, next. Schwat. Ooh. Uh, okay. So Schwat says, I was absolutely... See what I mean? The more I drink. 
My stream is so delayed tonight. I don't know how to help you. Refresh your stream? Uh, you're you're in tech. You don't know how to do. Schwat says, I was absolutely sure on four of these. The last one I picked was the hardest to decide on in no particular order. Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Which is one of the, well, the third Star uh, Wars movie? It's second. Classic Williams. Adding them to the list. Next one is already on the list. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Ah, uh, a boy. The next one yells at me for no reason. I don't know what I did to get yelled at. In in your list, but whatever. Um, the next one is Rocky One, and then in parentheses oh. it says, "No, Adam, not just for the main Rocky." Theme. <laughs> uh, so. that, that, yeah, like I can, I can, I can picture the score going as he's like wandering down the dock yeah. or wandering down the street. I've never spent time listening to it, but uh, well, we just it's, says, "Oh, Conti." Okay. Um, like everything about that, yeah, I, I, I can get that. I, I've never listened to it; it's on its own, but. That that movie is such a perfect combination of like acting, storytelling, music. Like it just it it takes it's yeah. All right, does an amazing on. job. I'm gonna go out of studio mode for the time being, so it stops switching between them. Uh, the next one I don't know this movie, or I'm it might be one that like I know, and you guys have to tell me I know. Sure Under the Jedi. skin. Oh okay. What movie is that? Uh, it's a. A movie about an alien uh, that's played by Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Under the Very Skin. Uh, I don't know if that's a score or if it's a soundtrack. Is that the movie where she gets naked? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, Mika Levy. Okay. Uh, is the the person who composed the score? I think is what Shot's saying there. So the <laughs> next one is really good, uh, but it didn't even pop into my head. But now that I'm reading it, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go back and listen to this because it's it's arguably my favorite movie from this director. I think it probably is my favorite movie from this director. Director first? No. Aw. <laughs> it's collateral. Because you but... would you would know it because you know my favorite movie from this director. Uh, it's the fountain. Oh yeah, and, that's, and it, that's, it's got it's got a great score. I don't know yeah. why that didn't pop into my head at all. Yeah, you love the fountain too. Oh, it's so good. I think that's his best one. I also can't think of his name. All I can think of is Danny Elfman. I know that's not right. What is um, his name? Why can't I think? Oh God. Wait, because it's my favorite movie from that director, it got on your radar? Why is anybody in this group taking my opinion on movies? You guys watch a million more movies than me. What is his name? Aaron, Darren Aaron Aronofsky. There it Thank is. You. Clint Mansell. Must do the uh, the soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that Yeah. Uh, probably next week because some of these that I've never spent any time listening to. Yeah, same here. But I'm going to have to go through because that might make it into my writing list. I don't know how that's not on my writing list. But yeah, I don't know. From from Aronofsky, my favorite movie is either Black Swan or The Fountain. But I think The Fountain edges it out. Okay. Next. <gasps> Rolo. Ooh. 
I was going to say, I hope Rolo's still here, but he is. Okay. Compared to where Clint Mantel. <laughs> Rolo, <laughs> Rolo says, if you ask me tomorrow, the list would be completely different. But <laughs> here you go. Rob's movie score soundtrack list with asterisks. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Wade had honorable mentions. I try to get to people's honorable mentions. Uh, all male. Okay. You go pee. Uh, Wade's honorable mentions. Purple Rain. Fire Walk With Me. I don't know what that is. How to Train Your Dragon. Adorable. Motorcycle Diaries. Hey, you have Akira! Uh, so Motorcycle Diaries, I don't know what that is. Or Fire Walk With Me, but I'm just really excited. You have Akira on your honorable mentions. Uh, f- five honorable mentions is probably the limit. I mean, if you start emailing me lists that have like 11 honorable mentions, I'm not going to go through all those. That's that's crazy. It's crazy. All right. Back to back to Rolo's list here. Uh, Fire Walk With Me is David Lynch. That's the Twin Peaks movie. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, Motorcycle Diaries is, I think that's the movie about Che Guevara? Fuck if I know. All right, next one. Uh, ooh, what is that? Uh, it's a Hellas Munich logger. Hmm, nice. <coughs> Jesus! That's a loud burp. Good crack. Dan's having good cracks tonight. Mm. Uh, okay. Right, give me Rob's list. <laughs> it says it's a no, no, uh, Rollo says it's a no order. Okay. Um, Road to Perdition, which is, is that the Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Okay. I've never seen that movie in my life. But I know that Rolo is a big fan of it. I think you would enjoy it's a it's long as shit, but it's a I think you'd I think you'd like it. Maybe that's one we'll have to watch from movie night. I, d- I just don't know that I would ever watch it on my own. It doesn't seem it might be three hours long. Then we're never gonna watch it for movie night, and I'm probably never gonna watch it on my own. I don't have three hours to watch a movie. You will soon. Yeah, kids your do kids are, your kids are gonna be super old soon. Yeah. Okay, so when Aurora is 16, I'll watch Perfect. it. 16? Rolo says, I think Adam would more than like it and hug Nemo after. Uh, <laughs> Rolo also says The Fountain. Oh, I don't know yeah. how it didn't make it on my list. Like, not How have you not listened to The Fountain? Not my top five list, but on my like my big list. I don't, I love that. I love that movie because I think Rolo agrees with me that The Fountain is is the best Aronofsky movie. <laughs> Schwartz excited. Nice, Rob. The The Fountain is his most, um, even more so than like Mother. It's his most like oh, uh, experimental kind of like. Uh, I, it's more beautiful than Mother. Like, yeah, I I I probably agree that I think Fountain is. Uh, maybe the wrestler, but people really like the wrestler. I like the wrestler, but it doesn't it doesn't come close to Black Swan or uh, the Fountain to me. It's 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 definitely number two below those two. Uh, Kibby says, "Sigh, movie night." Just rub it in. You're not the only one. There's a lot of people that don't get to go. It's like the the dumb joke that I made. Obama week, doesn't get to go last week or two weeks ago. If you want to make friends with the what was it if you want to make friends with a minnesotan go to kindergarten or something dumb like that mm-hmm. great joke you're a funny man 
there's just a lot of there's a lot of people left out. Uh, next one, Tron Legacy. That's kind of one of the songs. Can you do it again? You did pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't have to add that one to the list because it's already on there. You see, um, roll, roll, knew exactly which song I was doing there too. <laughs> Dan, that was real good. Uh, next one, I don't understand this, but I assume the rest of you nerds will. It says Star Wars: The Force Suite. I don't know what that means. Which one is the Force Suite? <laughs> Walla Beef says you, you're going to get copyright struck for that, Dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you like that, Liam. They don't... Seriously, all of them like Star Wars, but I call them nerds, and they don't like it. They get mad at me for it. Even though I'm the odd man out. Is that Yoda talking about the Force? I don't get that joke. It's the feel. So Rolo says it's the feel song they play when folks are talking about the Force. I don't know. I'll. You guys got to know what that means because I don't know what it means. But in the spirit of the night, we can just add the whole Empire like Wade. That like well, the thing is, so when it comes to um, like something like this for me. Adam, it's it, it's it's the way it kind of was for me with John Williams with the other uh, like some of these other some of these other scores. Um, Wade's yelling is that again. it kind of plays with the movie, right? So like I I I I can I can I can vaguely remember some of them. There, there's some that are super iconic, like Vader's theme. Like it's just like the ba 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 like. So like there's there's those super iconic Star Wars ones. The only Star Wars song that comes to my head when I think of Star Wars is ba 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 That's, that's like the main Star Wars theme. Okay. Yeah. Um, um but, but yeah, like it's it's kinda like with like the Indiana Jones thing where it's like good he's Lord. Kinda, Everybody's talking about Star Wars. Go ahead, Dan. It where it just kind of you know, it, it plays perfectly with the movie. Like he knows like the man sits there, he watches the movie and he scores it. Like it's just like he he just <laughs> He plays what he sees. I really like that description. The man sits there. He scores it. Uh, okay, so let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I understand how to do like voice instruments. Is that a thing? Schwat says everything I say isn't a joke, Adam. Sometimes I actually <laughs> ask questions. I don't know. Did I say? Did I say that? Is the Yoda talking about the Force? Did I say that was a joke? I didn't. Uh, I, think, I think you said. You think you called us? You said I don't know, you dumb nerds. <laughs> I don't know what a, I don't know what a Yoda is. Kimmy says being a nerd. What's a Yoda? Is, being a nerd is my bread and butter. Uh, Wallaby says is a recurring theme for when talking about the Force between Jedi's. Okay. Um, and Rollo says you guys know this tune. It is the biggest song besides the main title crawl song. And that's the thing, like we're like I would. If you were to ask me, what is the so- what is the song that plays when they talk about the force? I couldn't tell you, but if you played it for me, I could be like, "Oh, okay." Like I, I, I remember that. Dan, do the cantina theme. <laughs> oh God! We couldn't 
taken off the air from Dan's from Dan's mouth music. My, my pitch perfect. Can't hear <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, and then the last one. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Dracula. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> that made you laugh. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like Norm Macdonald on uh, <laughs> on uh, Weekend Update. And you guessed it, Frank Stallone. <laughs> you guessed it. Uh, yeah, Swan like Tchaikovsky. Uh, I've never seen that movie. So I are you know. talking about when you say uh, um, the Keanu Reeves? OG Dracula. I think that's the one that people consider the the OG, not Nosferatu. Yeah, not Nosferatu. Uh, the one with Gary Oldman, and I've never mm-hmm. seen any of those. I. It's funny because we were just talking about this somewhere. It was for it was for Halloween uh, movie night. It's not Bela Lugosi. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never. I we were just talking about. I I adore the book dracula it's so Mm -hmm. good especially when you consider the time period in which dracula was written like this summer i read dracula and then i read frankenstein back to back they're incomparable frankenstein's it's fine it's a like when you consider it in the time it was written it becomes really good in my opinion the best part about frankenstein is like the intro to meeting dr frankenstein when they're on the ship and they find the man on the ice and like that whole thing is is the best part it's so cool but the rest of it's kind of fine but dracula dracula could be published today like right now february 25th 2021 it would it would still just be like an instant classic it's so creepy and so good oh he did go bella oh it's the bella lagasse Okay. No, I think he, I think he means Bella as in Twilight. Because that's the main character from Twilight. Uh, so Bella Lagasse. Okay. I, I've never seen any of them. Good list, Rolo. Rolo doesn't have... Bella! <laughs> Dan, sing the Twilight song. I, I, I got nothing. Okay. Something, something, shiny vampire, something, uh, something, werewolf. Now we got Katie's list. Ooh, Katya, as they would call her in the old country. <laughs> See, okay, Amber, if you're still listening, I told you you su- should submit a list because she had like two movies that she named that she loved, mm-hmm. uh, but then was like, I don't. She's like, I don't have any. Amber asked me tonight at dinner. She's like, Are you guys gonna ever gonna have any lists that aren't m- <laughs> music? You guys don't know. I'm not going to answer you. I told my wife. So, this is Mike, or uh, she is fast asleep. <laughs> Javin sent us the list, and he just says copying and pasting her message to me. Also, can you make sure to submit my two movie soundtracks, Mona, Greatest Showman, and The In-Laws. That's three, by the way. Uh, it says, I don't have five because those are the only three good ones. <laughs> Mo- oh. Or maybe it says Moana. Moana? I don't know yeah. what that is. That's one of the most popular Disney movies of the last century. Uh, okay. It's, it's the movie that, it's the rock. It's about, it's about like Hawaiian, uh, folk, folklore. 
Okay. No, um, never seen it. I th- it's, it's, you'll watch with your kids, and it's got amazing music. Perfect. I love yeah. it. Uh, next is the greatest show. Oh, well, too. Here we go again. Well, Mamma Mia. Uh, greatest Showman? That uh, that's, soundtrack That's, that's Wolverine, right? Un, yeah, ungodly okay. amounts. That was that people people want to see that movie a lot, repeatedly. <laughs> Javid says she doesn't know how to count, but later wanted to add a high school musical. <laughs> uh, I might have to listen to more on a soundtrack because you guys are all in love with it. So I might have to listen to that. Oh shit! I gotta add. Uh, what was Dracula was the last one on Wade's or on and. Star Wars? Four star. Whatever. I just wrote Star Wars. I, they're all the same. Um. Okay, so Moana. Can Rob sue you? No. Greatest. Star Wars can... Sh- can I almost said show, show me. Can, all, can sue me. Greatest showman. The in-laws. I don't, I don't know what that is. It says the in-laws 2003 And then I'm also going to add Wait, High School Musical is a TV show I'm not adding that Wall of Beef says in all caps Not me, Adam I don't know what he's yelling at me about Oh shit, is this the movie where uh... Oh yeah, okay Yeah, I've seen (laughs) seen this with my parents What is it? Uh, It's it's about like a uh, A wedding and the the groom's father is like a Daredevil secret agent played by Michael Douglas. What? Uh, and then Albert Brooks is the other father, and they yeah. And so there's and he, okay. but he's like a, he's like a nerdy doctor, I think. I don't know. Javin said it's a movie, but he's so behind. I don't know what he's talking about. Are you talking about High School Musical? Is that a movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll add it on. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a. It, it was a Disney TV show for years, uh, and then it became like four or five movies. All right. uh, and that's where like your Zach Efron's came from, and and in a few in a few other like kind of newer Disney stars. Did not know that. Schwartz says Adam tomorrow. I'm being served by Star Wars. I don't get that joke. You just you said you said they could sue you. Oh. <laughs> they're they're that fast for our podcast that nine people watched. Nine parsecs, man. Uh, Kessel Run. Kessel Run. Han shot first. I know that part. You get it. Uh, and then while you said you said everyone loves Moana, and I don't. <laughs> okay, so I don't think Amber's listening anymore. But I'll I'll throw Amber's two honorable mentions in here, and I'll actually add them to the list. One of them was Annie. Okay. And the other one was West Side Story. Oh, good call. It's a classic. Uh, Schwartz says you dudes had 16 viewers at one point tonight. That's probably a high for us. One of them could easily be Star Wars. I mean, you're not wrong. It's not hard to tune into our. It's not likely, but easily they could watch our stream. All of George, all Star Wars. He doesn't. He doesn't own the Star Wars anymore. It would be Walt Disney. No, but he'll still sue us though. His head in a vat of liquid. Okay. Good list, Katie. Thanks for submitting. All right, next, next next up is Dave Matthews Band. DMB, DMB, DMB. for shows. Hey, guys. 
in no particular order. Here's my thinking about it for 30 minutes. Number one, Days and Confused. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is another soundtrack that I have listened to uh, that didn't make my list. Number two, Danny Boy, Garden State. Hey! So you and Liam are agreed on Garden State. The number three is just a per- it's a perfect Liam pick. I love. Are you still here? I love this. Pick. I love this pick so much. South Park, bigger, bigger longer, uncut. longer, uncut, amazing. I didn't know that was a soundtrack. Is it just all? Is it all? Matt Stone and Trey Parker singing what? songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what would Brian Moitano do if he were here right now? I'm sure he'd <laughs> kick an ass or two because that's what Brian Moitano do. South Park, <laughs> bigger. Uncle Fucker. Yeah, this. That's uncut. full of a oh, lot. Oh yeah, Uncle Fucker. Okay. Blame Canada. Well, it's got everything. It's the songs from the movie. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Shut your fucking face. Baby, <laughs> Uncle Fucker. All right, people. You're a boner biting bastard, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> You're a boner biting bastard. Uh, the next one is a great choice. Um, I watched this movie quite a few times after it came out. Walk the Line. Oh. I love Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the only movie based on a musician's life that I've seen. That can't be true. I don't know. I really like that movie, though. Uh, Blame Canada was nominated for an Oscar? Robin Williams sang it live at the Oscars. Are you guys trolling me right now? Nope. That was 100% a real thing. Wow, I did not know that. Uh, and then his last his last one in this list was actually on my list, but there was too much dialogue in the actual soundtrack for me to pick it. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner, the OG. Ah, mm-hmm. It's a, it is a really good soundtrack, but there's too much there's too much like Harrison Ford talking for me to pick it. I I, I listened to that one this week too, as like a just to, just to kind of see. It's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Good, li- especially uh, Liam was under the gun. So good list. Yeah, he thought he thought of it today at yeah, five. Good list. All right, next list comes from Walla Beef. Ooh, he's got some write-ups too, and I am beef, 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 beef. I'm good, good in beard. Uh, Walla Beef. Are these in any order, or does it not matter? I'm gonna give him a minute to answer. Man, I wish I had more beer. I don't want to open a whole other one. So you you just wish you had half beers laying around? I wish I had like I wish this was still half full. Is what I really. So wish. what you want are those little tiny cans of Coke that you see at the grocery store full of beer? You want mini cans yes, of beer? I do want that. Why has nobody made that? That's a brilliant idea. I don't know, little beer shooters. I want it. Bud Light makes them. I don't want Bud oh. Light. Hmm. All right. Walt Beef says it's loose order. So I'm just going to read them from first to last. Punch Drunk Love. Score by John Brian, 2002. Wonderful score throughout that captures the sounds and melodies of romantic comedies of the pre-color film area, but warps them, chops them up with modern effects to echo the off-kilter reality the film presents. You guys should write reviews for real. Like, at 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 least write stuff on Letterboxd. I don't think you guys appreciate 
you guys write really well. There, there's the film, so much. The film in threads. That score. Shut up. The oh. film threads two central musical themes throughout the film, each representing one of the two characters, and then melds them together as their romance grows. That's a great write up. Yeah, it's that's score plays so perfectly in that movie. It's it must play so well that I don't actually I don't actually notice it because I love that movie, but I, the the score does not come to mind when I think of it. It's it's my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Like he, yeah, he's same. done he's done great movies, but that is by far my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson. Same. What's the ABV on these? If I just have another one of these, six. Is it six? Is it that high? Five. I don't want to. Somebody Google it for me, so I don't have to Google it. Doesn't say that. I hate when they don't print it on the can. Such an old man. I want it to be like five. So much extra pale ale. Yes, I am twenty years older. (laughs) All right, next one. Five. Five. Maybe I'll crack another one of those. Uh, Next one was on my list. I think it was a six. I'm not going to go through six or six and a half. Koyanis Katsi by Philip Glass. Uh, one I listen to when writing all the time. It's great writing mu- music. Uh, Wallaby says, a immensely powerful score that provides more music and legwork for a film than any other I can think of, and at the very least for any documentary film. A film without a single character, actor, or line of dialogue, the score is hypnotic and keeps us alert and at attention for the dramatic photography being presented mm-hmm. and steering all of our emotions. Again, Great write-up. 100%. You guys should do these more. Next one. Uh, a movie I've never seen. I'm embarrassed to admit, but I want, I've, I've always wanted to see. Godfather. No. Rumblefish. Oh, man. Stuart Copeland, 1983. Choice. A film that takes the drama of adolescent life oh. and pours a bucket of magical realism all over it. The score matches by taking common sounds, 80s pop music, high school marching bands, and scuffles in the street to make a rattling collage soundscape that elevates the film to beyond the realm of normal teen angst. Again, a great, great description. The only word I would change is I would change collage to kaleidoscopic. Kaleidoscopic. And scuffles in the street to make a rattling kaleidoscopic soundscape that elevates the film to beyond the realm of normal teen angst. Great write-up. I'm... I've never I, seen that. I, I will probably watch that this weekend now that you said it. Uh, of all the movies that I've been like introduced to in Getting movie more night, seeing Rumblefish that first time at the Wall of Beef slash Jab McLeod house, um, still like sticks with me. Like it's such a great great movie um i didn't know it existed and where did i put my headphones just being i don't know just being completely blown away by uh by the movie by the end it's just such a yeah rollfish great that's all i gotta say i'm sorry i talked about your word choice i think your words have been great uh, a movie I've never heard of on this one. Judgment Night. It's a soundtrack of various artists. 1993. A not entirely memorable film about a guy's night out gone awry on the dangerous streets of early, excuse me, 90s LA. 
provide a perfect opportunity to capitalize on popular culture that was emerging its own anger and aggression. Taking hardcore hip-hop acts and pairing them with metal and grunge bands that were all on the verge of ta- taking over mainstream music. Bands like Dinosaur Jr., Helmet Slayer, Sonic Youth, paired with Cypress Hill, Onyx, Ice-T, and Run-DMC. Rap Rock never really gained a foothold, and this remains its most successful moment. I'm serious. I also... Javin used to do these... He would do this blog every Halloween for Halloween movies. You guys, you guys are... You guys do this well. I, I, I like, I like the, the, the main five of this cast here. Estevez, Gooding Jr., Leary, Dorf, Piven. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a for 93, that's a, that's a hot bunch. Uh, yeah, I've never, I've, so Javin. Never heard of that. Javin used to write uh, these, this Halloween movie blog every, every October. Dorf. So I've, so I've got to read his writing, but I've never got I've never gotten to read the rest of you guys write, and I'm not I'm not blowing smoke. I really like it. <laughs> I probably won't finish this, but I got a bunch of them. All right, Mister Rich Bags. <laughs> Rich Bags. That's why I like I like. You know, you can get like a. Nice big 12-pack of these. And if you don't finish them, or if your wife doesn't finish them, who cares? They're cheap. Yeah. Uh, Nope, I just read Judgment Night. All right, the next one. Oh, shit, I didn't add these to the list, you guys. I'm sorry. Dan Talk. I'm super intrigued with this Judgment Night. Is it streaming is, anywhere? Uh, we go to Just Watch. Let's find out. Just Watch. Judgment Night. Mm. Not for free. But unlike To Live and Die in LA, it, you can actually. <laughs> okay, you can it. actually rent it? All right. Yeah. Last one Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The overall score itself is a bit repetitive and generic at times, but it more than serves its purpose. However, I put it on the list for its central titular theme because more so than any theme other song in film history does the good, the bad, and the ugly stand to represent the whole entire genre of Western films. The mere sound, a whistled tune, encapsulates every ounce of the genre's film history and represents it admirably. That might be the most true thing anyone has said tonight. That, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly main theme is the most Western song. Like, it is right. that in my head. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it's... you. I think you peaked Discord. We couldn't hear you. I'm just too good. You're too loud. <laughs> Javin Galal. Uh, honorable mention is Tenant from Lug- Ludwig Goransson. It's really, really great. Uh, great list, Jeff. I love the write-ups, you guys. I don't know if you've picked up on that. All right, next. Kibby. 
Um, so they're numbered. I don't know if they're in a particular order or not. Kibby can clarify. He's in chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will read them here. Um, man, two of these. How did I not consider two of these? Okay. Number one. Okay, they are in order. Do you want me to start at number five or number one, Kibby? I'm going to be writing your movies into the list while I wait for your answer. Start at five. Okay. Number five is Transformers, the animated movie. Oh. I don't know that I've seen that. Uh. I feel like you probably have because I feel like we did watch it for movie night, but maybe you just weren't hearing that day. Oh, no, I remember watching that. No, 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 some... no. I remember G.I. Joe. We watched a G.I. Joe movie. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, the trans... Fuck, who does that theme song? Rolo says, Jeff picked IT. I don't know what that means. Weird Al. Yeah. Rolo, are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking of? I was just giving you shit, by the way. Do you think the uh, we watched uh, we watched a GI Joe movie that Jeff picked? Okay. So yeah, Wall Beef says he hasn't even seen the Transformers animated movie. I how did I not get uh Cowboy Bebop movie on my my big list? The Transformers, uh, yeah, I've seen the Transformers animated movie a few times. Okay. This next one is a really good one from Kibby. Uh, it would I don't think it would have made it on my list, my big list, but it w- as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a really good pick. Uh, Fantasia. Oh, yeah. That's a great pick. Fantasia's got some... I'm Man, I'm going to have to listen to that tomorrow, I think, because Fantasia's got some real, like, epic scores or uh, pieces. So the next two are two that I like. As soon as I read the next two, I was like, "I mean, how how did these not make it on my big list too?" Uh, heavy metal. Oh, heavy metal. Yeah. How? That's a. But yeah, everybody's saying Fantasia. Fantasia is a great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just didn't enter my mind at all. Heavy metal is also a great pick. Yep. The next one, yep. I'm kind of surprised didn't make it on anybody else's list. Uh, because this is also a good one, and this is also a soundtrack I spent a lot of time listening to my with uh, <laughs> Wallbeef says heavy metal. Yes. Uh, the next one I spent a lot of time listening to with my sister Amy, uh, growing up, the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Yeah, it, it, it's I, a great I soundtrack. It. I thought about it, but it's two CDs of just literally like music that my parents listened to growing like like it was just on the radio like yeah, it's, it's literally just sense. two cds of that that's that's the only reason why why it, it, didn't? it didn't okay yeah because well, like, i i definitely listened to the soundtrack like a, a you know quite a bit but it was it's literally just a bunch of songs yeah amy that, and i listened to it a bunch yeah it's 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 like all the stuff like it's got a bunch of great songs yeah i like the way liam uh describes it top 10 from those few decades that's yep. perfect Mm-hmm. All right, and number one, uh, which is a great choice for like, it's got iconic themes. I've never actually listened to the soundtrack, but I can I can hear the theme, the main theme in my head right now. Is Kibby still here? 
I hope Kibby's here while we're reading his list. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the next, the number one on Kibby's list. Oh yeah, he's here because he told me to read it five to one. Okay. Uh, is Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm. That's that's got mm-hmm. a that's got a great main theme. I can't say I've ever listened to the soundtrack, but that main that main theme is another one that sticks out. Who wrote? Who did Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that a composer? Can you look that up quick? There you go. There you go. That's Zimmer. It's Zimmer again. It's Good Zimmer. Lord. <laughs> when people, maybe says when people talk about me, I shut up and listen. Yeah, exactly, Dan. Wall Beef says I used to have a burn of the pirate score on CDR. <laughs> I can't believe that's uh, Hans Zimmer again. They're like him and what Williams, a, man, what a fucking master! They just—they know it's their craft. Yeah. All right. So now, okay. My brother emailed me, but he emailed just—he didn't email. This might sound stupid. I also love. So nobody knows. Also, my mom doesn't know how to tell. <laughs> he copied my mom on the email. And she doesn't know how to tell that he copied me on the email or that she's actually the one copied. So she forwarded it to me after. And it says from Jay. <laughs> but I love my my brother, the way he framed it up. Ma said you were doing soundtracks. Here's a few random contenders. <laughs> <laughs> and I like when we did the other top five, he was just like, there's no way I can possibly do this. I love it. All right. So my brother, Jason. <clears throat> his list is this five one two three four five six yeah whatever it's my podcast i'll let him have six uh okay we'll say we'll say the top five are his top five because they're all uh with the exception of one are not on the list and then the the sixth one is all has been on the list a number of times so uh the first one on the list is pulp fiction Yep. Which is another soundtrack I listened to on my big list uh that is also great it's somewhere mm-hmm. it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, but that is a great one. The next two, I don't know at all. Uh, oh. you, you guys might know. This one is, I'm, it's got to be a French movie. Uh, Tout le Martin du Monde. So, I'll Here, you, you do French better. T-O-U-T. Uh-huh. L-E-S. M-A-T-I-N. D-U- M O N D E. Talu. Yeah. Something of the. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that is. Let me see here. Never heard of it. All the Mornings of the World is a 1991 French film. Hmm. Never heard of it. So that's going to be on the list. So that's gonna be on the list. I, he didn't write up anything. He just sent me a quick email. Uh, the next one, Gerard Depardieu, is in it. Okay. The next one is Paris, Texas. I don't know what I've that heard is. Of that. I've not seen it. Don't know what that is. Paris, Texas. Um, the next one, he and Wall of Beef agree. Koyanis Katsi. Mm-hmm. I'm adding that to the list quick. The next one. Uh. Paris, Texas, Talking Heads guy, right? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. 
Wall Beef says, FYI, Zimmer did not compose Pirates of the Caribbean. He produced it. Composer oh, is Klaus Bede. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who did Paris, Texas. I've never seen it or heard it. Whoever Ry Cooter is. Fuck if I know. I have no idea. It's going to be fun to listen to some of these, though. Um, so, Koi Anaskatsi. The next one was on my list. Uh, it, it was pretty high on my big list, but it didn't quite make it. Ry Cooter is a guitarist. Okay. Uh, Into the Wild. Which is, I was getting, I, I thought which there's is a that, chance which, this was going to make it in here because it's just Eddie Vedder going. I had a podcast I just wrote into the better. It is. That's what it's called. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> into the better. Uh, it's the purest <laughs> distillation of Eddie Vedder outside of Pearl Jam. Like Eddie Vedder, like it's just him making noises, saying some words. I love Eddie Vedder, and I love his solo stuff. Uh, but it just, it just didn't. I don't know. For one, I've never seen Into the Wild. I've listened to in. I've listened to the soundtrack a ton. Yeah, we all soundtrack. we all know I fucking adore Pearl Jam and mm-hmm. Eddie Vedder. Period. Uh, but yeah, it, did, it didn't make it into my five. And then his honorable mention is the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, we got two more lists to go here. I got to find them. They're from my stepdad and from my mom. Okay. My, step, my stepdad followed the rules. My mom tried to send seven. She sent me seven and was like, I can't decide on five. And it was like, no, no. That's the point. You have to decide on five. But my stepdad followed the rules, I think. He did. Uh, But he also broke the rules with Santana last time. He just didn't realize he did. And neither did we when we read the list. They were like, wait a second. This is a rock Santana album. So I don't know if these are in any particular order, uh, but I'm just going to read them. First one, one, Braveheart. Uh, Obviously. mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. I get, I get, I get. I, I would say I get a good amount of my musical taste from my stepdad uh, driving around in his Ford Explorer listening to music. I can remember that. Um, Wallaby says Klaus Bidet also did the in-laws. All right. Next one, if Pat had submitted a list, would be on there. But I'm also kind of surprised it didn't make it onto anybody else's list. Oh, brother, where art thou? It's... My stepdad loved that list or that that soundtrack, especially the is it the Froggy Bottom Boys who did the one Soggy. Uh Soggy, is that what it is? A man of constant sorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's it's funny because it's almost as if the soundtrack is separate from the movie. Like they're they're like the songs are in the movie, but they, they are almost two distinct entities. But yeah. Okay. As yeah. <laughs> as DMB says, big parent soundtrack. That ev- that was literally the soundtrack that everybody's parents bought. I so that one got a lot of reactions. I like that uh Wall Beef says it would be number one for my dad. Mm-hmm. And Javin just says, Oh shit. And then yeah, I love I love DMB says big parent soundtrack. Big mm-hmm. time. We listen to that one a bunch too. Uh his next one. 
for a long, long, long time mm-hmm. was my favorite movie ever made. Nine to five. Still yeah. working nine to dude. Nine I went five. on a Dolly. Parton. Wait, is that actually the, that's not the no, soundtrack, right? <laughs> but I went on a Dolly Parton like. I would national treasure binge the other day. Do you mean I said it in work chat? I was like, I'm going to listen to Dolly Parton. And then it was like the next two days. It was all I listened to. <laughs> she is fucking awesome. Uh, no, it, it still arguably has my favorite scene in any movie ever. Uh, Pardon? Huh? No, I thought no, <laughs> but it, it does have a great soundtrack too. apocalypse now. Oh, okay. Uh, the bridge scene in apocalypse now is still maybe my favorite scene in a movie ever. The cinematography, the acting, the sparse dialogue in that scene, like everything about that scene is perfect. Um, next one, I don't actually know that I've ever seen this movie, which is surprising because my, my, my mom and my stepdad are where I get most of my taste in movies and music from, I think. Uh, but I don't ever remember watching this with them or listening to it. Sleepless in Seattle. Ah, uh, I've never. I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Nor do I know its soundtrack. It's got to be movie. a soundtrack, right? Yeah. Full of various artists. Okay. Great movie. And then the next one, I have no idea what this is. McCabe and Mrs. Miller. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Let me see if I can find it. McCabe, M-C-C-A-B-E, and Mrs. Miller. 1971 film. Uh, Robert Altman, okay. Robert Altman, Warren Beatty. We never watched this. I mean, my parents later on told me they made an effort to like listen to good music and show me good movies growing up. So I'm surprised I've never seen that or Sleepless in Seattle. It's an anti... I've probably seen Sleepless in Seattle a dozen times. Really? Yeah. With your parents or just on your own? Uh, maybe maybe once or twice on my own, but yeah, most of the times was with uh with the folks. Uh, Macabre. It's basically the movie The Hateful Eight apes off of okay it is an it says here it's an anti-western interesting i might have to watch that i like my stepdad's taste in movies he's got good taste in movies all right and then my ma (laughs) okay so i told her i'd read her honorable mentions which were the ones that didn't make it in Mm -hmm. the cold weather western that sounds fascinating i'm gonna have to watch that Cold weather western is a cool way to describe a western. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, what's the oh fuck Seven Samurai. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like couldn't you describe uh, Seven Samurai as like a Japanese western? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Okay. And that and that westerns aped off of Seven Samurai. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you would almost, yeah. Uh, okay, so here's my mom's list. Number, well, I don't, I'm going to read them as numbered because I told her the last ones I would, I would list as her honorable mentions, and she said, okay, cool. 
So, I'm making sure I'm reading this right. Mm-hmm. Okay. One from the Heart. I don't know that movie. Nineteen eighty-one. It's a Coppola. Yeah. It's oh French, shit! French this is the one Coppola. that like uh, bankrupted the studio he was trying to build. It was this crazy fucking musical. Oh really? Like, it's a he, musical. He, he, went, he went balls to the wall on. Wall beef says one from the heart. Deep cut. Yeah, it like sank a. Really. Like a studio, like because he 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 made so much like he had so much clout from like Godfather and stuff like that from those movies. Yeah, that he tried to make his own studio. Uh, there's a, I'll, I can send you a video on it okay. on like this because this guy basically drinks all the Coppola wines and talks about the Coppola movies. Uh, this is interesting that my mom has musicals on her list, and we I never watched musicals growing up. Interesting. So one from the heart. Uh, Wild Beef says, yeah, it's a weird one and was very expensive. He built a city inside a dome? That makes me... I've never seen this movie, but it makes me think of what I thought Schenectady in New York would be. (laughs) Unchecked hubris. All right, next one is the movie Michael with John Travolta. I don't even know what that would even sound like. I don't either, but I I know she loves that movie. We were, I did watch that one growing up. He's an angel. Wait, is that the one where he's an angel or where he has the can- or he has big brain cancer? Oh, Phenomenon's the brain cancer one. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Javin, there's a lot you don't know about me, Adam's mom. That's true. <laughs> there's probably a lot I don't know. Um. Yeah, I know she loves Michael. Uh, the next one I feel like is maybe... Maybe my mom and my stepdad's favorite movie ever because they talk about it all the time, and it comes on legacy. It comes up on like any list that they ever make about movies. Harold and Maude, they <laughs> they fucking love that movie. If you have you ever seen Harold and Maude? Yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they really love that movie. Um, so Harold and Maude. <laughs> well, if he says, "Wow." <laughs> Uh, Schwartz says it's good. And DMB says, my dad always talked about that movie. Didn't your, didn't we figure out that your dad and my mom went to the same high school? Cause they were both Eastsiders. That sounds very right. I feel like that's, I, uh, it's too long ago now for me to totally remember. Or was it moms? Hmm? Or the moms? No, it was my mom and his dad. Okay. Because his dad played in a band and they're, I know for a fact they're both Eastsiders. <laughs> well, it be says Harold and Maude is a good movie, but I recall hating the music. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I think they went to the same high school, and like we're in the same class. I feel like I just remember talking to your dad about it once. Uh, Harold and Maude is Cat Stevens, and yeah, and I love Cat Stevens because my mom loves Cat Stevens. Uh, and. I think my mom even had a had a T for the Tillerman on her list, didn't she? On her top five before nineteen ninety, um, I think so. I yeah. think she did. So that one makes sense. Um, all right, so that's one, two, three. Okay, so number four is Forrest Gump. So who? Kibby was the one that had Forrest Gump. 
yeah, that's right. Liam's dad's high school band is in the Minnesota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, Wall of Beef says, oh, okay, that's right, Cat Stevens. I don't hate that movie's music. Got it confused. But yeah, I think that was, it was like the first thing I ever bonded on with your dad, Liam, was we were talking about he and my mom, I'm pretty sure were in the same class and they were both Eastsiders and I want to say they went to the same high school. I just can't remember that. Because I know that my mom went to a private girls Catholic school up until high school, I think. And then I think they were in the same class in high school. I don't know. Liam's dad was an awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Forrest Gump. So then the next one I, I said I was to you guys earlier when we were in Discord. I was like, my mom has one on her list that I feel like people in movie night might get mad about, but I don't care because uh, she's my mom and it's my podcast, so I let her keep it. Uh, Woodstock the movie. So I have that soundtrack. My mom gave it to me. It's this big, it's a three, I think it's three records and it's all the performances from Woodstock. And it comes with this, it comes with this big, beautiful booklet that has all these pictures from Woodstock. Um, and Schwartz says if purple, yeah, Rolo, I'm going to ban you from chat. If you say anything, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wall of Beef says classic rock radio the movie <laughs> this is BS uh, <laughs> nothing at all no one picked the wall I let her do it I didn't call her out on it uh, <laughs> it, it counts it counts yeah. uh Full Metal Jacket, I can't say. So Kibby says, I think the one soundtrack I'm surprised no one out is Full Metal Jacket. I can't say that's a soundtrack that stands out in my head. Uh, and Wallaby says, oh, Mike. So Mike said, uh, Javin said, no one picked the wall. And Wallaby says, oh, Mike. That would have been a contender if I would have thought about it. Yeah, the wall and Purple Rain are, you know, great. And I, mm-hmm. I'm fine with her picking Woodstock the movie. Uh, And her honorable mentions, this is another one that I think my mom and stepdad would probably list as one of their favorite movies of all time. It would, Mm -hmm. for sure, on their list of top five best movies ever made, two movies that, I don't know where they would place, but two movies on the list would be Harold and Maude and Midnight Cowboy. Did you ever see Midnight Cowboy? Mm -hmm. Midnight Cowboy is one of the first movies I can remember watching as like a teenager that made me cry. (laughs) <laughs> it's a heartbreaking movie. It oh, yeah. is heartbreaking. It's not heartwarming. I can't think of the music in it. It's it's one of those movies too that I watched once with them and was like, I don't ever need to see that movie again. Did it's, your mom just pick movies she likes? Are these like are these like her top five favorite movies? <laughs> No, maybe. I don't know if Michael would make it on her list. And I've never heard her talk about One from the Heart. I've never heard her mention that. Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel was on her best albums. Harry Nielsen. Everybody's talking at me, Midnight Cowboy. Uh, No Graduate. They also love The Graduate. 
I mean, they're 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 sixties kids. Mm-hmm. Uh. And yeah, that they love that all that stuff. My mom's list, I think, was it was Cat Stevens, uh, Bob Dylan, Simon and Garfunkel. I think my mom and me came to the same conclusion, if I remember correctly, on the Beatles. That like we just, it was impossible to pick a Beatles album, so we just didn't include them mm-hmm. <laughs> on our top five list. Uh, but they, uh, the three movies that I my parents I know really loved are Harold and Maude, The Beatles. And Beavis and Butthead to America. Bill Mod, the Beatles, and Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Into the Vetter. Roller coaster. Okay, and Dan, I still oh. have not seen this movie, and I've meant to for years now. Uh, her other honorable mention is La La Land. Oh. Have you seen that yet? No, I, I, I've, I keep. Meaning to because I um, really like Whiplash and I really like First Man. Like, and the movie's supposed to be amazing. Like, it was, you know, it, it almost won Best Picture that year. Um, so, no. But, but yeah, but I, I just never sat down and watched it. Well, that's everybody who sent us lists. That was very fun. Mm-hmm. That was I had a lot more fun making that list than I did the other one. Uh, Math number one, Tron Legacy. Math number two, Tron Legacy. Derezzed the remix album of Tron Legacy. I'm kind of bummed. Vitam Anderson didn't list, didn't send us his list. Because I wonder what would have been on there besides Tron Legacy. Warcraft, the movie, maybe they made a movie about that stupid game, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they did, yeah. I don't know why I said stupid game. I played that game a bunch and loved it. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun doing these. I think it. I think it fits well for Florence of the Machine, the movie. Vitamin Anderson's here. Mortal Kombat, Inception. Nope. You know what? We're gonna ban Vitamin Anderson because we said yeah. we don't. We don't. It's illegal. We don't take lists in chat. Jevin, mm-hmm. <laughs> here it comes. So was Dan right? Is Tron Ince- Tron Tron Inception? That's not a movie. Tron Legacy. Uh, Tron Legacy. Thank you. Mortal Kombat Inception. You can keep listing them. I'm just. I don't want. I didn't want everybody to do that. It would be so overwhelming. Oh yeah, it'd be unwieldy. Uh, next list. Yeah. So Dan and I have kind of decided we're going to do a top five list every month until it gets boring and nobody wants to participate anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh. We have the next two months figured out, and I have to ask Rolo about another because we did with Rolo was like we should do that, and I was like, oh okay, that sounds fun, but I can't remember what the list was. So Rolo, I'll uh, I'll I'll text Rolo and he can tell me. But once a month, we think it'd be fun to do these lists because it gives it gives you guys a lot of opportunity to participate in chat, and uh, I also like the write ups that everybody's doing on their list. I hope people keep doing that. It doesn't seem to take too long to read them because we're at we're only at ten oh five. I mean, we had a bunch of lists this time. Uh, so next month, the list is going to be it's going to go back to just straight music. Sorry, Amber. Um, and there is there's one rule that we have figured out. If you guys want any other rules, throw them out now. I don't want this bullshit about figuring them out in movie night chat that nobody else gets to see, and then I have to try to remember to tweet them out. 
So if you want rules, start throwing them out. <laughs> Vandam Anderson says to live and die in LA score is ripping up the ranks. I still, I should listen to that tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, Rolo send, send write-ups if you want. Um, and yeah, I don't think anybody here knew that to live and die in LA was such a ripping soundtrack. Schwat is Wang Chung crushing it. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Next month, the list is going to be top five albums that have been released in your lifetime. But the rule is you can't anything that made it onto your list in top five before 1990, you can't have those on your list again. Which, which we're gonna use the honor system, just like just like Rolo first thought, best thought. We just trust that Rob is not create like curating a list. You, we're just gonna use. I'm not gonna like cross check your fucking list you send me. So if you want to cheat and get one in there, fine. I don't care. But the rule is. You can't anything that was on your list before can't be on your list now. So next month the list is. <laughs> sorry, I, just, I shouldn't read chat while I'm trying to talk. The list is top five albums that have been released within your lifetime. It's funny so because for like, me, anything, the only person- and it it comes down to the month. So you also have to be honest about the month. So anything before 1985 of august for me i don't should we do it down to the day people voice your opinions we'll decide right now that's what i'm saying voice your rules right now you i'm not gonna lie you could almost just say 1990 because we did pre-1990 and we were all born in the 80s so we could just say post-1990 nah my mom my dad or my stepdad my brother i don't care about them i don't know when kibby was born (laughs) <laughs> For all I know, Kibbe was born in 1971. I have no idea. But I I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that all of us are going to pick things after 1990 because that's when 82. I didn't listen okay. to music before. Like I didn't buy a CD uh, before, but like before the age of seven. Yeah, but there are albums that came out potentially in 1985 that I might want on my list. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so within your lifetime, I'm going to say it has to come down to the month, not the date. Cause nobody's voicing their opinion. So let's say year mm, month. Okay. If so, listen, I was born August, 1985. If something came out June of 1985, I don't get it on my list. Okay. Oh yeah. And shot. Thank you. One artist. You can't have you can't have the same artist on your list twice. So I can't just be five weirdly Yankovic albums. You can't. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, I'll leave it up to you to decide. It's the honor code. Uh, live albums do not count. Best of, or no live albums count. Best of albums do best not count. Not. Yes, so it's, it's the same rules as the nineteen as the pre nineteen ninety list. Right. Exactly. When music used to come out on a Tuesday, I don't even know when music comes out anymore. Does it just come out whenever it wants at this point? Probably. Nothing nothing matters to music anymore. It's all digital. <laughs> Kibi says, honor. He says, Kibi, aren't you a Marine? You have, Marines have honor, as far as I know. Honor system. 
yeah. So we will do that one. Does the live album concert have to have happened after you were live? Yes. That's a gr- that's a great question. Yeah, it has to have been released on vinyl, cassette, or CD <laughs> within your own lifetime. Uh, I I won't take a re-release of a recording of like a 1970 concert right. for Rolo. No re-releases. No. Or if, no even re- if even if the concert has never been released. Uh, if the concert itself happened in 1970, I can't, I don't think we can take that. No re no remasters, no re-release. It has to be an original release or an original release of a live recording that happened your, after you were born within your lifetime. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Do we just do that for Whiskey Cast? Nah, whiskey. All, cast. All, all hell breaks loose. Whiskey cast is gonna be a shit show. So okay, Thursday, March twenty fifth. Why do I have the day the day before you get inoculated for the second time? Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, March twenty fifth is when we'll do that list. Top five albums released within your lifetime. Um, this list is gonna be yeah. Rolo says, this will be easy and incredibly hard. This one is arguably going to be harder for me than albums before 1990. This one's going to be wild. I have to decide on one Pearl Jam album. That means I have to, that means I have to pick between 10 and verses. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't Just go get Mike's dad's truck and listen to, listen to 10. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. It'll be one of the things where, like, I'll just decide it on the day. On the day yeah. is, is when I'll pick. Well, everybody, thanks for submitting your lists. They were great. It's This is... Oh, God. <clears throat> this is a lot of fun, uh, these lists. Um... It's also fun to, uh, it's just my dad is listening to a ton right now, probably. (laughs) Wait, how did I not know your dad's a giant Pearl Jam fan? Is that true? Is this, are you guys trolling me? It's his favorite album of all time, I think. Uh, Schwartz says, where do you put the lists? I can't tell if you guys are fucking with me or not. How how would I not know that if I love Pearl Jam this much? How has it not come up in a way that I remember that Mike's dad also loves Pearl Jam? He isn't. Thank you. He likes ten. Okay. <laughs> um, we put the lists on <laughs> DMBs as now. That's what I call music one through five. Uh, we will tweet it out. So if you don't follow us, start following us at TMSS underscore podcast on Twitter. We will tweet it. That's really the only way we put the lists out. Uh, But we will tweet a link to the YouTube music list, the Spotify list, and the Apple music list. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll make all three of them. And and those lists are out there right now for the top five before 1990. That's, That's where we'll put our list. Does the Jerky Boys count? 
Yeah, because we're not. We're just saying albums, right? We're not. We have a spoken word in there. We're not saying music. We're just saying albums. The Jerky Boys released a comedy album. Okay. Okay. Now I now I hate Kibby because I have to consider David Cross to shut your mouth, you fucking baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an album. We're not saying like musical arrangements. <laughs> so yeah, uh look for a tweet from us where we will tweet out the lists. Uh we'll try to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be Tomorrow's going to be a weird day for me. I got to do some work stuff in the morning. And then I got to go get my vaccine. And then I might take the the last half of the day off. <laughs> Untrue, Kibby. Uh, 36 Ninja says, God, what is the Adam Sandler album I listened to a ton? Mm-hmm. And Rolo says, oh, man, you said comedy. You know I have one. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, Christ. Have fun, you guys. We secretly hate all of you. You realize that, right? Yeah, you motherfuckers. All right. If this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. If you ever want to email us, like when you email us your list, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. And tweet it. You can tweet at us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. We're brought to you first and foremost by Joey the Good Boy. He has not moved. He had a big day playing with kids and his best friend Watson. We're also brought to you by Mike Long. He designed all of our graphics. Also, I love him. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Start working on them lists. You got to get them in. Love y'all. And uh, be nice to people. Yeah.